welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast Minisodes. This is Katie. Thanks for being here. So today's email comes from Avery. Hi, Avery. Uh, Avery gave permission to use their name, and uh, I like what Avery said. It's because it, it's spelled A V E R I, and then right. They wrote, pronounced like Avery with a Y, but I was born in Utah in the 90s, so, and then like an eye roll emoji. <laughs> Same. I mean, I was born a couple years before the 90s, but lived there. I saw all the different kinds of spellings. My name is spelled differently. I feel you. <laughs> all right, here we go. Hi there. I just recently discovered your podcast and listening to the episode about racism at BYU, I wanted to share a couple of experiences that were disturbing to me during my time there. The first was in a singles ward Sunday school class being taught by a fellow student in the basement of the BYU Humanities Building. We were studying the Book of Mormon, and that lesson was on the symbolism within a dream from one of the books of Nephi, I believe. And then in... <laughs> In parentheses, they write, I've flushed most of my knowledge of the Book of Mormon at this point and threw away my scriptures, so I don't want to bother trying to find the scripture reference. <laughs> no worries. The teacher was drawing aspects of the dream on the whiteboard, and when the scripture referred to the book written by, quote, a Jew, he drew an incredibly offensive caricature of a Jewish person reminiscent of Nazi propaganda. I and several other people in the class were horrified and asked him to please erase it, which he finally did, but he acted as though he had no idea what we were offended by. Since a lot of Mormons are completely oblivious to anything outside their bubble, I suppose it's possible that he did this out of ignorance rather than malice, but I don't think that makes it much better. Yeah, that doesn't make it better. Um, I'm going to finish the email and then I'll get back to my thoughts about this. My second story comes from a friend of mine when we were freshmen at BYU. She had taped a list of life goals to the outside of her scripture case, which she always took with her to church. One Sunday, a boy in her ward saw this and said, quote, I don't understand why you have to make a list of goals. Since you're a woman, all of your life choices are already decided for you by the church. This was in 2011. We were both so disturbed that this kind of mindset was clearly still alive and well. These are some of the most egregious things I witnessed at BYU, but looking back, I realized that the aggressions and microaggressions directed at anyone who wasn't a straight, white, clean-cut Mormon man were pretty constant. I'm so glad to be free of that environment. Yeah, I'm glad you're free of it too. So, okay. Um, first of all, these are awful, but it's not in the slightest bit surprising because we've talked about this a lot, about the problem with racism, discrimination, homophobia, transphobia, sexism, all of that is, it's a huge problem at BYU, even if... <laughs> They don't acknowledge it. It very much is. Um, and I got to thinking about this. Um, I just was remembering growing up and you're taught daily um, in that culture and in the scripture about the types of language that you shouldn't use, right? You should never say 
swear words. Sometimes they won't even allow you to say, uh, I don't know. I just think some of the silliest words are off limits, but you especially can't say, oh my God, that's one of the worst things you can say, because that's taking the Lord's name in vain. Um, you obviously can't say shit, fuck, ass, damn, all those things. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so, <laughs> such a heathen. I just said them all in a row. Um, and it's really like policed, right? And, and people, you know, tattletale on each other if, if it's something that they hear and it's something that can be asked in a worthiness interview. And there's lessons given on clean and good quote unquote language. And this is in reference to swearing or using the Lord's name in vain. Now, in reference to this email, I just don't ever recall. There were never any kind of lessons about words and language that actually hurt others. For example, like racial slurs. I even knew people who used that language and it was supposedly fine. It was never anything that we were taught that you shouldn't say those words. And uh, also very homophobic slurs and using things like the R word for describing anyone with a mental disability and using words to describe women that they thought were dressed quote unquote inappropriately, you know, using derogatory terms about women as long as it wasn't the word bitch because that was technically a swear word that you weren't allowed to say. And it's very interesting and I think telling of of the kind of culture and teachings of the church is that that where we weren't I mean who knows what certain I mean it's, I'm sure it's different family to family right but as a gen, general in church lessons you're not taught to like not use the words that are actually harmful and I would hear them from my Mormon peers Mormon family members all the time derogatory and awful words to describe people who weren't straight who weren't white who weren't Mormon who weren't like the quote-unquote way that you should be and they just use those words and I think it still happens it obviously um you know, even in this example here, like the words that are used and then even the, um, the ignorance as to why a, a caricature like that would be offensive that they drew of the Jew- Jewish person because I'm putting myself in that, those shoes and I was not taught. I, and it's, it's horrifying to, to realize I was not taught anything about how to be respectful Um, I mean, not that like I came from a family that was disrespectful, but just that it wasn't on my mind. I I clearly knew the rules about not saying, oh my God, about never saying the word fuck, that kind of thing. But everywhere else was fuzzy. You know, the, the, the other F word that I will not say, uh, the, the R word, like all of those things, the N word, right? Those things were not taught. And same with like, I wouldn't, I don't think I would have been aware that that caricature was offensive and that is really telling about what's really important in the church and how this kind of 
this kind of um, you know way of thinking can survive at BYU and in the church so well. Um, I actually did look up an article written by a Jewish student who was not Mormon but went to BYU, and I wanted to read a little bit of her of her article. It was called "One Experience Being Jewish in Today's America," and this was featured in the Daily Universe, which I believe is the um, BYU paper. So I want to read you a couple of things from this because this also gives that perspective that obviously I can't give. Um, She writes, It wasn't until coming to BYU and being one of six Jewish students on a campus with 33,000 students that I felt like an outsider. During new student orientation, I remember a girl seeing the Star of David I was wearing around my neck and asking me if there were a lot of Jews in America. I explained to her that there were, especially because of World War II. She said she didn't know that much about history. (laughs) Oh my god. Questions about my necklace came constantly throughout my first semester at BYU. Eventually, I stopped wearing it so I could feel normal. I was a shy, lonely 17-year-old, and I just wanted to be normal, so I started to investigate the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I felt out of place because I felt like a bad person for not being more religious and not knowing more about my religion, so I sought that through a different religion. I quickly realized that while I love the members of the church, it wasn't for me. Good. Good. (laughs) Unfortunately, once you start to investigate, it's hard to turn around and say you're not interested. I still get missionary calls and emails from friends asking me how I'm doing with the church. And then, and then she says, it's okay. Like, it's not okay. It's not okay that they don't leave you alone when you say you're not interested. That's just not okay. (sighs) I've learned so much at BYU and especially through being a minority at BYU and it has helped, enabled me to help so many others. I've also learned to be more tolerant. Anti-Semitism is still an issue in the United States and it's very present at BYU, not through people being intentionally offensive, but through a general ignorance when it comes to what is and is not okay to ask. I've had friends tease me about being terrible with handling money because, stereotypically, Jewish people are supposed to be good at handling money. I've been asked if my parents were bankers. I've been scrutinized for wearing my Star of David during dance performances. And I've had Jewish friends who have been asked if they realize our religion is incomplete. Oh, that's not such a Mormon thing, right? Like, do you realize you don't have the full gospel? Like, ugh. being Jewish has always been uncomfortable, but for me, it's especially scary after recent events. During summer 2018, the cemetery where my grandparents are buried was vandalized with swastikas and anti-Semitic slurs. This was the first blatantly anti-Semitic incident I, incident I had been aware of occurring for a while, and the number of instances have only increased since. A shooting could happen at any synagogue across the United States, including the synagogue I attend in Salt Lake City and any of the synagogues my family attends. Growing up Jewish was scary. Being Jewish is scary, and it will continue to be scary. This was written by Ariana Davidson. So, yeah, I'll link it below. I just think it's something that, you know, I've had such privilege such privilege my whole life um not even being aware of these things i've i've tried to say this before but even thinking about what i've said before 
in these podcasts. I, I've tried to say that I've had privilege and that I've tried to make an apology, but I, the truth is, is that I'm still very much so unaware of things. And so I, I really just want to try to be more aware, more inclusive, and to own my shit that I've done in the past and to own that I was part of this religion that I think enabled me to constantly be sheltered from thinking about anything but myself. And um, it's, I, I'm really appreciative of the people who write to us and point these things out so that they can be more on the forefront of my mind. They, sh- I mean, they should be. I'm working on it. So anyway, thanks again, Avery, for that, that uh, email. That was great. As always, we're so appreciative of all of you and all of your letters. Please continue to send them in. I always link our email in the description. So you can find us there. You can also find us on Patreon. Um, You guys have a great week. I'll be back soon. Bye.